Hello and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea in Narragansett. This morning's Eucharist celebrates the third Sunday of Advent. It is often noted as the Sunday of joy, and on this day we wear our rose vestments to note that it's a slightly different Sunday from the other three Sundays. Just a couple of announcements first. A reminder to all, if you've not already done so, please return your pledge card this week as we are trying to put together our budget for 2021. Your pledge to us is vital in understanding what our budget will look like and what we can afford in the year to come. Also, as we look forward to Christmas Eve, I do wish everyone to know that there will be a special Christmas virtual worship dropping on YouTube and our website at 4 p.m. Christmas Eve. And as of this point, it still looks feasible that we will have an in-person outdoor service at 4 p.m. on the 24th. Stay tuned for more information on that and keep an eye on our Facebook page for we will make further announcements as the day gets closer, depending on weather and all those other factors that play into an outdoor service. On that note, please join in singing the first two verses of hymn 76 on Jordan's Bank. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me 
because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build upon the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, then were we like those who dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad indeed. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water courses of the Negrev. Those who sowed with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying the seed, will come again with joy, shouldering their sheaves. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn number 68.
Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Throughout these weeks of Advent, I have offered us two words each week to remember and to contemplate. The first week of Advent, our words were watch and wait. Last week, for the second Sunday, they were prepare and hope. This week, our words are witness and rejoice. In our gospel reading, we heard the story of John the Baptist. And we are all so familiar with this story as we hear it in some form, or we hear about him in some form over all four gospels. John is the cousin of Jesus, the son of Elizabeth. 
and he is the one who is called to proclaim the Messiah's coming. As we heard him say to the Pharisees, or those who sent on behalf of the Pharisees, is that he is neither Messiah, nor the reincarnation of Elijah, nor the prophet himself. But he has come, as John's Gospel tells us, to bear witness to the light. And what we see through the brief encounters we have with John is that his entire ministry is about preparing the people for the arrival of the Messiah to point them in the direction of the Messiah by offering them the baptism of repentance, not the baptism of the Holy Spirit or of forgiveness of sins, but the baptism of repentance, of turning our lives around so that we don't look into the darkness, but we look into the light in which we follow. And ultimately, what we find in the course of John's ministry is that even his disciples, over time, are moved from following John the Baptist to following Jesus, the light that he has call, been called to bear witness to. Each and every one of us, through our own baptism, are called to bear witness to the light of Christ. As I've said before, during this season of Advent, we are called to be conduits of Christ's love. All that we do, all that we say, in all the ways in which we interact are all for one purpose and purpose only, that to bear witness to the light of Christ and the fullness of God's love for this world. Even as we read today's letter to the Thessalonians, Paul tells them the same thing in a slightly different way. He tells them to rejoice and to pray without ceasing. These words come towards the end of his letter to this congregation. But this is a congregation that isn't necessarily filled with joy in this moment. It is a congregation that has been demoralized. It has been plagued with persecution. It is losing its hope. But Paul tells them that even in this time of darkness, rejoice. Live in the hope of Christ. For it is Christ, he will tell us in Romans, whose love for us cannot be separated despite the forces of this earth. And so while our current situation may not be one of rejoicing itself, we rejoice in the fact that through the cross of Christ, we have received the grace of God and salvation with the opportunity for everlasting life itself. It is on those merits that Paul calls us to rejoice. Also, as I look at Paul's words this morning, I hear within it another theme, and that is, fake it till we make it. 
And what that is saying to me is that in his call to rejoice, rejoice in what will be, not what is, but what will be, and live in that hope until it's actually there upon us. So we live and rejoice in the love of Christ, even in our darkest of moments. When John the Baptist is talking about the fact that he has come to bear witness to the light, in this context of John's gospel, what he is truly referring back to are those wonderful words of John the writer. The light has come into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. For us today, who are the modern-day disciples of Jesus of Nazareth, we, like John the Baptist, are called to witness to that light and to proclaim to the world that which is often lost or forgotten, that even in the darkest of times, God is near, and that even though it may not feel as if it is a reality, the truth be told, the light of Christ, the light of God has entered into the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. So as Paul tells the Thessalonians, rejoice, for that is truly the good news to which we are witnesses. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The Prayers of the People. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Guide the people of this land and of all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Alexis Boss, that your will for them may be fulfilled. And we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, I ask for your prayers for all the laity and their several vocations and ministries, that they may be truly and devoutly serve God. In the parish cycle of prayer, I ask your prayers for Ruth Vandemark, Wheaton Vaughn, and Barbara Vigent. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Let us greet one another with whom we're worshiping with at home, as well as offer a greeting on either YouTube or on Facebook through the comment sections. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God. Oh, 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 oh,
This morning's Eucharist is celebrated in loving memory and in thanksgiving for the life of Alexis Boss. All things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because you sent your beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death and to make us heirs in him of everlasting life, that when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may without shame or fear rejoice to behold his appearing. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you graciously, God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where, with the blessed Virgin Mary, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. 
by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. the body of Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. The blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. In union, O Lord, with your faithful people at every altar of your church, where the Holy Eucharist is now being celebrated, I desire to offer to you praise and thanksgiving. I remember your death, Lord Christ. I proclaim your resurrection. I await your coming in glory. Since I cannot receive you today in the sacrament of your body and blood, I beseech you to come spiritually into my heart. Cleanse and strengthen me with your grace, Lord Jesus, and let me never be separated from you. May I live in you and you in me in this life and in the life to come. Amen.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. May God, by whose providence our Savior Christ came among us in great humility, sanctify you with the light of his blessing and set you free from all sin. May he whose second coming in power and great glory we await make you steadfast in faith, joyful in hope, and constant in love. May you who rejoice in the first advent of our Redeemer at his second advent be rewarded with unending life. Amen. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our closing hymn this morning is Hark the Glad Sound, The Savior Comes, hymn number 72. Mm -hmm.